Hello and welcome to Healing from Within. I am your host, Cheryl Glick, author of The Living Spirit, Answers for Healing and Infinite Love. And I'm delighted to welcome back once again Penny Pierce, author of her newest book, Transparency, describing what real radical transparency is and how we can employ it for success in our own lives, relationships, and organizations. Hello, Penny, and thank you for joining us again on Healing from Within. Oh, it's so good to be back. Okay, great. Our listeners today can go to my website, CherylGlick.com, to the radio link, and listen to the interview Penny and I did on July 13, 2015, discussing how new perceptions may change your reality. Penny, as listeners of Healing from Within are well aware, my guests and I seek scientific and spiritual answers to age-old questions about human development, evolution, and universal energy laws, leading to higher awareness and consciousness and ways to advance our understanding of life in all its infinite possibilities. In today's episode of Healing from Within, we will explore the concept of transparency, as in this age of transformation, we try to remember an enlightened way of being and living so that we can move past negative emotions and victim behaviors and begin to live with less stress, friction, and awaken the soul's desires to materialize and create a life of true awareness of our soul potential and higher vibrational living. Penny, you may remember that I always love to ask my guests to think back to their childhood or young life and recall an incident, belief, person, or place that may have been a force for the goals they would seek in adulthood and the values they would embrace in their present-day life. So think back for a minute. You know, I have to say my mother, actually, she, although she wasn't really, in her later years, totally tuned into the kind of information I started getting as I got more spiritual. In my childhood, she firmly believed in reincarnation and um, all kinds of kind of metaphysical things. Wonderful, think yeah. She, you know, and she she would tell me, you know, I thought I I think I lived at the time in France and blah blah blah, you know, and I'd go, well, yes, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it was kind of like uh, it really somehow there was something there that sort of affirmed the fact that yes, there was more and uh, more to so you and started. more to life. Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah, you know, yeah. just a simple thing, but it didn't negate me. No, um, and and my ideas growing up and. Um, so, but over the years, I mean, you know, it's it's like people show up almost like they're timed or encoded into the life, you know, where and they give you a piece of information that clicks or something, and then you take the next step. And it's like I I really am extremely grateful to so many of the people, you know, some of them aren't spiritual teachers; they just were people who really had a key insight. You know, and it clicked yes. me into place somehow, you know, and it's, that's, wow, you know. That's amazing. very true. It's very true. I believe every person in our life is there to stimulate us to remember certain promises we may have made before we were born as a soul coming into mm -hmm. a life to discover and remember certain things. And I'm always very amused when someone says something and I say, okay, 
I think I'm going to look into that, and and I always do when I'm guided that way. Right. I always follow through. So listening is a very important aspect of receiving help and guidance from spirit and for following our life plan and for enlarging uh, our level of happiness and joy. So, yeah, so for our listeners out there, uh, what you just said was was a a good key towards just paying attention. There's something about, um, you know, I call it noticing what you're noticing. You know, it's Mm -hmm. like maybe it's a sort of a mindfulness practice, but I've certainly over, gosh, the last 10 years or so really made a more spiritual path out of trusting this inner part of my consciousness that's, you know, all about um, maybe it's the higher self or the Holy Spirit or the inner voice. I don't know, but maybe it is just the voice of the maybe soul. It's, maybe it's all of that. I like to all say this. Some people, when I get a message, well, I'm not sure if it was an angel, your relative, or, you know, yeah, God himself. Just, but it doesn't you know, matter. The left brain just starting trying to categorize everything. But, right. But I think the important point here is that we trust this, I call it the inner perceiver, you know, but it's it's that we trust what we notice, that it's there for a good reason, and that we can dialogue with that little part of ourselves and say, well, why did I notice this? You know, what am I trying to get through to myself? What's the hidden message here? Good. And that way you sort of teach yourself, you know, mm-hmm. as you go along. Absolutely. And I really like that you use the word trust because so many of us in childhood, due to little traumas, big traumas, whatever, lost a little trust. And when you get to talking about what you and I are talking about today, uh, you realize that trust is probably one of the most important things you need to go forward and and relax into the peace of our being and we never mm-hmm. re- we never really lost it it's just the world around us uh took it a little piece of it away for a little while and then we can yeah. reclaim it again so i i really like that you brought that word up so i think it has something to do with um with not really um keeping our sense of self you know it's so sometimes our parents or mm. authority figures really make us doubt ourselves and our own observations and then you know, there's a risk then of becoming either overly skeptical or overly gullible, and yes. and trust is somewhere in between there. You know, where you you have your perceptions come in and you weigh them according to your own, you know, truthful reality or your own authenticity. Mm-hmm. You know, which of course that evolves as we go along. So there are no rules. You know, it's a day by day, case by case thing that you check, 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 and see what how things feel. That's another I thing. Say if it feels deeply comfortable, yes, you there, know, then there are no rules, and and there is no time and space. So there's just each of us finding for ourselves truth, as you said. And yes. uh, and the truth is the same for all of us, but we will find it in, in different ways and in and different places and different times and through different experience. But let's go on to so much is said now of the need for transparency in the media. Can you tell mm-hmm. us your definition of transparency and how it relates to the many changes that are happening in the world now? 
Yeah, I mean, isn't it amazing? It is. <laughs> I hear the word every day in the news, mm-hmm. practically. Yes. Um, well, I think when I started thinking about it, I realized that most people understand transparency as the idea of like free access to information, or um, you know, it's all about the the information we receive and the way a lot of of truth is kept from us by people in authority. Mm-hmm. You know, documents are redacted, you know, and, and it's very hard to see through what's really going on in government or in business sometimes because there's so many secrets. So the first level, I've been calling that horizontal transparency, and um, that to me is this, in the physical world, the idea of um, being able to see through to the truth in terms of information. But I've, I take it farther because it has to do with vertical transparency as well, which means that really t- today, because the frequency on the planet's increasing so much, the physical world is getting closer and closer to the vibration of the spiritual world, or the yes. physical and non-physical are actually coming closer in vibration. So we can have this kind of bleed-through or... It, ability to understand that gosh the spiritual world is actually inside the physical world it's here it's not out there in heaven somewhere it's no. merged into no. this world and so the the vertical transparency is this idea that when we actually identify ourselves as the soul so that we don't have a soul like it's out there on a like a balloon right mm. um, we don't have one because that makes it separate from us that I am the soul right now in this personality and I'm looking out from behind these eyes and somewhere deep in me I sure do know what I'm doing. I've engineered this lifetime. And I'm so interconnected with all the other beings that we're all doing it together. Yes. You know, I'm not alone. I'm not doing it just by myself and nobody else is doing it to me. We are doing all of our lives together, you know. And so that kind of sense of vertical transparency is that when you start identifying as the soul, your value system starts to shift because souls, actually, they don't really have fear. You know, they don't need to have lies and secrets and masks and protect themselves and do controlling maneuvers and, you know, all of that. It's just when the soul looks at all that stuff that we humans do, it's like, huh? (laughs) You know, are you kidding? Right. (laughs) You know? So and it starts to be silly, and, and you start to get bored with it, and you don't want to participate with it, and it starts to fade away. Well, you know, transparency always, for me, meant truth, just simply truth. And in the information mm-hmm. age that we're leaving, there has been a, a lack of truth in many, many regards. And now we're going to this new intuition age where uh, we won't be able, people will not be able, they will not respond to things that are not truthful. They will have a sense of soul, even if Mm -hmm. they won't verbalize it exactly the way you just did or the way I do, but they will know something more and they will stop accepting what seems to be the lie or the blockage. And they'll have the courage to show up and participate more fully. So I think of transparency as truth. I think of it as honesty. I think of it as simplicity and even true humility. And that's been Mm -hmm. so lacking 
in this yes. last age, uh, the information age. So I think we're moving past that. You you mentioned that we have X-ray vision. I kind of like that. So we we can see well, past the 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 lies into the clarity and truth of our being yes. and into the being of other people because we're all one actually in this energy. You know this uh, mix and it's of an energy. interesting phenomenon too that when you allow yourself to be exposed and to show for mm-hmm. who you are. And and then by doing that, you know, you're you're basically you have to be vulnerable, but also you're being authentic, and you realize everybody's got, you know, stuff they've done that they're embarrassed about, or they've I call it having spinach in your teeth. You know, everybody's had this. Yes, that's these things. We're human, right? Um, and so, you know, go ahead and and let it be known. And but you also have genius and brilliance and compassion and all these amazing things. That if you were your full self, you'd be like just, you know, a superstar. If you ever sit quietly, you might feel that inner light being just radiating and, and, and expressing who you are in such a strong, passionate way. I, I do that when I meditate. I feel that energy. And it is is so comforting and it's so peaceful and it's so loving. And it's really what we are. But you have mm-hmm. to quiet yourself and you have Ew. to allow yourself and accept yourself and surrender to this truth. And it takes time, but for those who are able to reach that point, it's truly a great gift, a gift of life and a gift of spirit. And uh, let, let's get on to how can we begin to drop our protective, fearful ways and embrace the transparent gifts of the, this higher consciousness we're talking about and full presence and and what are the advantages personally and collectively collectively to do this as soon as possible I think that um, to first you need to almost have a point of comparison between your state of being when you're protecting yourself and trying to control things and try mm-hmm. to avoid feeling something you don't want to feel when you're being run by fear what it feels like in the body is um, a contraction state you 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 will get pain you'll feel depressed you'll feel like numb you'll feel cold like a heavy wet blankets on top of you there are various kind of sensations of ways to describe those fear-based states of resistance mm-hmm. and when you are in that state basically there's no fluidity. The you know the energy has contracted around some belief or thought or avoidance, um, and and nothing moves right. And so you it, it takes you into pain and and worry and anxiety and all those states that we are trying to get out of. Um, and so that's one half of it. But then when you let go and open up and clear the contraction then fluidity immediately starts up again and the energy untwists itself, you know, and it starts to flow somewhere. It's just like a bottleneck, you know, or a little whirlpool in a stream. So then the energy starts to move and then it suddenly you feel very positive and and creative and inspired and curious and you want to move forward and all the stuff that you were so afraid of before turns into its opposite thing. Mm -hmm. And so then you have two states of being. You have that open, fluid, creative, joyful, 
childlike state of just anything is fine, let's just express ourselves and have fun with each other, or I'm afraid of other people, I've got to protect myself, I can't show people who I really am, blah, 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 you know. And you can go back and forth, rock between, here's the worst possible scenario, here's the best possible scenario, and then decide, and it is a decision, to choose. Well, I am going to feel the way I like to feel. But I think we were all born, it's our natural birthright to be in that positive, happy, uplifted state of joy and creation. What has happened, and the fear has come in uh, through the world, the physical world, and people's misconceptions of, and expectations of who they are and, and, and who we should be, and having lost that truth, again, that word comes up, of who we are as soul beings. So, uh, yes, we want to return to our natural state. That is our natural birthright. And you wrote, it's easy to be spiritual when you are surrounded by like-minded thinkers and people of your wavelength. The so-called outside world validates you. But can you be spiritual and feel the way you like to feel anywhere? Immediately, my inner voice said, it's not about expansion. It's about exposure. You don't have to project yourself out into more of the world. Just let people see you. Don't protect yourself or hide. Be transparent. Be the beautiful truth and being that you are. And I love that. It's 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 yeah. just it's just such a, a wonderful way to remind us all of who we are and and we can be anywhere with anyone they don't have to be like us they might not think like us they might not even understand what we're talking about but we can still maintain our sense of balance truth joy in our soul being and i guess that's being transparent well part of it is in order to do that i think you have to Allow yourself to be vulnerable, and most people are afraid of that. Yes, you do. It's like a a state that they feel like it's the quick under your fingernails or something. But Mm -hmm. actually, it's it's just a state of, like you said it before, simplicity, a sense of like true humility, which really is just this is what I am in the moment. I'm not less than anybody. I'm just this right now. Mm -hmm. And it's real easy to just let yourself be human and, and magnificent as a soul. You're both. Uh, in in each moment and as you do that you can be exposed you can allow people to see you and not protect yourself but you don't have to also broadcast any kind of um, self-definition out to the world to impress people you know because a lot of times when there's willpower behind something like that it backfires on you Uh or you'll attract attention from people who uh, will react against you. But if you're just being yes. and not really sending out vibes, you know, the people who need you or who can relate to you, they'll feel you. They'll find you mm-hmm. in this field of energy. Yes. And, and the ones who can't see you yet, they won't see you. You know, it's just you're invisible to them. Thank you very so it much. Kind of regulate itself. You know, it, 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 the energy takes care of things kind of all by itself. That was a good description of it. Now, you also gave many ways to discover limiting fears and to begin to uh, move past them. You mentioned uh, you might have a journal, be creative, 
draw diagrams and note what has captured your attention. And then there's a song, a lyric, a synchronicity, a snippet of someone's conversation, an article, poem, book, something you see in nature. You can record and decode dreams and transcribe the gist of the inner dialogue you have with yourself. This is, <laughs> these are all active ways to begin to work with finding well, your way are, to... These are ways of working with your inner perceiver to yes. see what it is you yourself are trying to get through to you yourself, do you know? Yes. And I think that really the biggest thing I've already said is that we need to be able to notice the actual subtle physical states that we go into, whether it's a subtle form of contraction, like really I really don't want to eat that piece of cake, even though my mind wants to eat it, you know, but I, my body doesn't feel like it likes it. Um, you know, so so one thing is a willpower-based thing. I'm going to make I, this looks good, it's sweet. Uh, and the other was is no, it doesn't. It's not going to sit well in my stomach. So you learn to read and gauge those very subtle differentiations between expansion and contraction, and deep comfort and you know, uh, kind of ang anxiety and subtle levels of stress, and, and and you choose over and over and over again to go into your home frequency, which to me is the soul in the body, the soul as the personality, where things are open and fluid and actually fun, and you make decisions based on what feels like it brings you more of that state. You know, not what you think you should do. Right. And part of this is the the lesson or the, the experience of learning to differentiate between the voice of the left brain and then the right brain. Because the left brain always is, of course, it uses language, so it's always talking. But usually it's protecting us from change, and it often makes a lot of negative declarative statements about what I don't, don't do or can't have or don't have or, you know, all of those things that limit us. And the right brain doesn't have language. It just has direct experiential sort of immersion in the world and an understanding of all things, kind of a camaraderie or a communion with things. And then it, it gives us direct patterns from the imagination. And then those rise and they become visions, you know, and they become things that we feel like we just really want to do because they align with our frequency. You know, so there's a there. It, it is partly a frequency thing, I think. Absolutely, yeah. Penny, you talk about what happens if we don't clear away negativity and dissolve fear, or what upsets us. Can you tell us what happens then? I think that you know, I've been calling it the opaque reality, is the kind of negative reality that we're, we've been used to and that mm. we live in, as opposed to the transparent reality where everything is. You know, everybody can know anything, you know, and it's all there. It's all free. Just open up to it, you know, and it's there's no big rules in the outside world because there are principles of the way energy and consciousness work on the inside world that are regulating everything anyway. And if you just relax, it'll regulate you, you know, and, and your well, whole life. Let's and, talk about that for a minute, relax. You know, very often people will say to someone, you go to a doctor or you'll go for physical therapy or or something along those lines, or to a gym, and they'll say, relax. But for many people, uh, that's not an easy thing to do. 
and how can we help them get past, um, you know, uh, distracting themselves with addictive substances or behaviors that are hurtful Mm -hmm. or fragmenting their awareness by trying to do a million things in front of them uh, and being afraid of authority figures and acting overwhelmed. So how, how does one start to find a state of being relaxed? Well, I think you mentioned a couple of the things that cause us to not be relaxed. And, um, you know, and part of that is projecting your, your consciousness ahead too far, like yes. being ahead of yourself, and then feeling like you have to rush to, to get there. You know, like you're not in the present moment. And so when you project your attention ahead of yourself, actually you, your body and consciousness have to speed up and go into hyperdrive. When you stay in the present moment, the irony is that things seem to slow down, but everything happens faster. You get synchronicities, you get sort of magic, you know, things are real easy, they're frictionless, and they happen with less, fewer snags, almost no snags. So that's one thing. And, and then the distraction level that we have today of, of being so fragmented among our phones and iPads yes. and gadgets and appointments and appointments and then people texting to change appointment and then change the appointment again and change the appointment again. It's like, oh, my God, you know. Right. Uh, <laughs> you know, and, and so that kind of fragmentation um, and and I think not really ever getting quiet enough to actually enter the right brain where the intuition resides. So right. staying addicted to the left brain and that kind of you know it's a brain wave it's it's beta brain waves that are you know very short and fast and jaggedy in a way you're right they're the left brain fear modality at work that we're moving away from so what would mm-hmm. you like readers of transparency to take away with them after reading the book i'd like them to know that that transparency is actually their normal state and that when they have the trust to let go and open up into who they really are and all of who they are, you know, their life is going to get much easier and, you know, more successful. And that's you what know, everybody wants. Things. Yeah, that's what they well, yeah, want. Yeah, I mean, and it, it's sort of the natural thing. And and then, of course, also I want them to know, and I've put a, some stuff in the back of the book, on that reality is going to change when people are no longer caught up in control, which would be either domination and narcissism or victimization, which is mm. also a, a method of controlling reality. You know, when you're not focusing on trying to control everything so that you can feel safe, and you realize that you're safe anyway, you know, that we're eternal souls, Yes, and we can just stay and trust the flow. Uh, and, and when you do that, then more good ideas come to you. More mm-hmm. people show up to help you. You co-create. You find people on your wavelength that are yes. like your true, true family. You know, things that we've been craving. You know, people think that there's an outside world and that we have to get love from the outside world and get agreement and, you know, validation. But no, you know, there's no outside world. It's within it's us. All it's always us. been it's there. It's all us. <laughs> right. Yeah, but it's... But even the the environment around us is ourself. Mm, you yes. Know? And so, um, to not separate from that outer world and realize that everything is coming from everyone for all of us, you know, because we're all connected. So beautifully said. Yeah. So beautifully, beautifully said. I want to thank you, Penny Pierce, 
for your truthful, well-defined ability to clearly define the shift of awareness and of consciousness, time and space, invisible energy and matter, and all that defines us as both spiritual and physical beings who are on the precipice of knowing life in its infinite wisdom and wonderment. The time is now and reading transparency will aid readers in moving forward into life as it can be lived beyond past present and future beyond linear thinking into the one moment of unified consciousness for more information and to purchase this truly mind body soul enabling book go to pennypierce.com in summarizing today's episode of Healing from Within, we have taken a look at the awakening process, the transformation of humans as they move from the information age to the intuition age and gather a clearer view of who they are and what life can be when we engage in interacting with all forces of life in a compassionate, kind, and empowering, truthful way to benefit all and not separate ourselves from each other and the universal source that fuels and encourages creativity and progress in all human and divine matters. As Penny wrote, Most of us live in opaque bodies in an opaque world. We do not see through to what's real and are rarely seen for who we truly are. We are resigned to an old, slow kind of perception in what's becoming a painfully dense or opaque reality. Think how much of our time, energy, and resources are spent on self-protection and defense, keeping secrets, lying, hiding, and living by outmotive mores. Think how much misunderstanding and waste result from the belief that we live in a destructive, inimical world instead of an evolving, compassionate one. Penny and I would have you know that beyond the spider web of limiting human beliefs, self-doubt, and unclear perceptions is indeed the observer within you, the soul that remembers eternal life, love and creative ways to live unfeathered by societal misbeliefs and painful living of any kind. Begin to watch, observe, awaken, and you will know yourself and others as the miracle of a creative life force that allows us and wishes us to man manifest life in better ways and to flow with change and transparency at this very optimum time in human history's evolution. I am Cheryl Glick, host of Healing from Within, and invite you to visit my website, CherylGlick.com, to hear visionaries, spiritualists, scientists, medical practitioners, psychologists, historians, and people in the arts and music fields, indeed people from all walks of life, share their thoughts on the changing physical and inner world of all souls in these modern days of awakening. Shows may also be heard on webtalkradio.net and dreamvision7radio.com. Thank you.